When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show Podcast. Welcome to your Wednesday. Good to see everybody here. And um, I think we ought to start off with uh, what was a great moment in the regular show in case uh, you did not tune in and missed it. It'll make you piss your pants. Oh, my goodness. You really did. Virginia pissed her pants today. She did. She pissed all down her leg. I had to remove my underpants, so I'm flying commando. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Nothing else on, huh? Nothing but a little piece of fabric. Between me and you guys. Ooh, wow. It's pretty hot. <laughs> I just love that she tries to sound hot or sexy. Mm. It is, I mean, my dick goes the other way. <laughs> <laughs> it goes inside my body. <laughs> it retreats. Yes. Whatever. Run away. <laughs> this is delicious. So we were doing two-second tunes, and uh, Jaber was not really having a good day. I think he went 0 for 5 today. <laughs> it was a shitty round. Yeah. <laughs> but even my answers were – everything well, was just – you know, It was started kinda, with the pen drama. Well, he had – he was talking about, you know, I was playing uh, somebody that I used to know, and he was like, oh, this is my jam. I played it uh, nonstop. And then he got the title wrong. <laughs> Big fan. And then I was playing a ludicrous song. He's like, I love Luda. He's like, oh, he's, he's my boy, man. Always jamming to Luda. And then he had the wrong song again. <laughs> Over two. <laughs> so it was just building on all this stuff. And then when the whole thing went down and he missed the final song, the ludicrous song, he slams his pen onto the counter and it bounces right up and hits him in the eye. But I was sick. Because Virginia won. And I'm like, oh, Evo wins again. Yeah. And he was doing a gesture of frustration <laughs> by slamming his pen down. It's playing right now. And if you missed you it, you can see the slow-mo <laughs> replay, which is unreal. I don't think I was going to laugh at it when I saw it again, but I'm laughing. I mean, he slams it, and it goes chewing right in his eye. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I look like a What fucking, a shot. I look like, a, I look like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> which powers activated. No shit, man. It's pretty unreal. Pretty unreal. So, yeah, that's uh, playing on KBJ TV. If you haven't seen it, we'll post it on our social media as well. You can go to YouTube and uh, look for that if you're listening on podcasts right now. If you haven't seen it, seek it out. Yeah. If you haven't shown it to your friends, do you even love your friends? Seriously, they're going to piss themselves, too. Sh- shouldn't we all have a good piss together? Gosh, it's amazing. Yeah. I, 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 Thank I, you, Bird. I love belly laughs. That is a belly laughing video. B- b- laughing to the point where your stomach hurts is one of my favorite feelings in the world. Amen. And Holly said, I've been going through uh, YouTube and liking old uploads you guys have to help your numbers. Thank you very Yay. much, Holly. She said, you also have some pretty funny thumbnails. 
Uh, here's one of Virginia that I liked, and she just goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a poker face. Uh huh. I'm yeah. very uh, expressionful. Yeah, so some of those thumbnails are uh, pretty entertaining. They are. Oh, the ones from the morning show or the podcast usually are just that they pick them themselves. If it's a produced video, we'll put something up there. But, yeah, it, for some reason, YouTube loves to fuck you over, Virginia. <laughs> That's fine. Mm -hmm. I'll bend over for YouTube. If it means numbers, let's go. Yeah. And I got a uh, notification that uh, Sherry has uh, subscribed to us on YouTube. So thank you very much for that, Sherry. Do appreciate it. Everybody, if you are watching, if you would, please... Go ahead and subscribe and like the video. That uh, is a big thing for us. Definitely helps us out. And you guys have been doing a great job, yeah, honestly, because no you guys have been putting some, at least the, I feel like the chat rooms, they're, they're crushing it, Virginia. Crushing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really are. So you guys are really helping us out. We do appreciate uh, all of your efforts that you're uh, putting forth on that. Uh, got a pretty good explanation. One of the things we talked about on the regular show, too, was the fact that the bakery at Publix is discontinuing hurricane-themed cakes. They would put those out for people who are having hurricane parties, and they have discontinued doing that. They will not do it any longer. So we were kind of curious, anybody working in the Publix bakery, a couple questions, and one of our texters let us know that my son is a bakery manager at Publix, and I sent him a couple questions. Here's his response. One, would you make a hurricane cake if requested? And two, would you write, I love murder on a cake? <laughs> okay, we're getting the answers we seek. Yeah. That's awesome. He said... If you order it ahead of time, it depends upon the store. I would make them to order, but I can't put them in the case ready to sell because some people got upset after Irma. They I came, told you. Yeah, they came it's in all they, about the case. Yeah, they came in and they said, ah, people died. You guys are mocking the fact that people are dead. So, you know, being the company that Publix is, they said, we can't do that anymore. Corporation, man. You got to watch yourself. Mm -hmm. Corporate equals pussies. <laughs> he said, for Halloween, as long as it isn't racial, cultural, sexually explicit curse words or pictures or copywritten materials, we can put it on a cake. I have turned down middle fingers, school logos, virginity, and curse words before. But if you get a good decorator or manager, they can usually find a loophole. If somebody desperately wants bitch written on a cake, I'll write everything but the word and tell them to get the icing off the shelf and do it themselves. I love, you know, or do it blank and you guys write bitch. Okay. So you would write murder in that case. I love be, murder and yeah. my bitch. I got gotcha. you. I love murdering bitches. <laughs> yes. Any of the above. I mean, that would be so uneasy for somebody in the bakery to write. I love murdering bitches. <laughs> You imagine? Fuck, that would suck for that. I, mean, I, would, I would laugh at it if I was back there, but I get most people would not. I love murdering. Okay. <laughs> I think you have an obligation to inform the authorities. If you sell that cake, at least watch that guy. Yeah, you might want to keep an eye on this cat right here. Yeah, he just got a cake that says, I love murdering bitches. <laughs> and he don't give a fuck because he's putting it on a cake. Well, that also could be a joke, too. You know, some people have a sick sense of humor and aren't really murdering bitches. And I mean, bitches quotations. I'm not saying that about women. <laughs> we love the Barbie movie here. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, let me see. Got uh, some follow-ups, too, and comments. We had a make-up or break-up uh, about this girl who's dating a 39-year-old man. And he confessed to her that when he was 19, he got arrested for trying to pick up a 13-year-old. It was a sting operation. He did a year in jail. Apparently, he's still on the registry because of it. And she was just curious, should I stay with this dude or not, was the uh, ultimate question. A couple of comments that had come in. One person said, if she marries him and has kids with him, he'll never be able to go near the kids' schools or any of the events if he's on that registry. Yeah, that's tricky. Did anyone answer the question, if you are on the registry, is that a lifetime thing? Or can you... Does any situation ever happen where it's over in 14 years and it's off of your it's off of your record or is it just a lifetime kind of a thing? Great question. I still want the answer to that. Yeah. Is it case by case? Great question, because I'm wondering if this loser in our neighborhood, is there a point when he drops off the registry and then he can start coming into my neighborhood unnoticed. And get it, yeah, get it taken off. Because he doesn't have to be flagged anymore because he's fulfilled his obligation for his probation or whatever. Do you stay on it forever or is it a, a finite term that you're on the registry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good question. And, uh, I still don't have the answers. I Please. just said that uh, I have a feeling that you might be... And they look at it as like, hey, you know, if you have this in you, the propensity, we need to let people know for the rest of your life because there was a uh, situation that's going on right now in uh, Riviera Beach. Abram Elam, who um, a local name in the, the Elam family is big here in football, and he's uh, working with Pop Warner in Riviera Beach right now. And they've had on the news the last couple of days, which I'm sure he's really thrilled about. He had had an incident that had put him on the registry from when he was a football player at Notre Dame. And it's kind of come back up again because Pop Warner does background checks. And so that was the big question. They said, look, this guy has, uh, you know, led such a great life since then. There's not been any kind of issues. And they were standing up for him in Riviera Beach. And they said, well, if Pop Warner won't let him be a part of it, we'll get rid of Pop Warner and not Abram Elam. So, you know, so that's the ultimate question. That's a decision that they're making in Riviera Beach. What are your thoughts on that? You know, to me, I, I, I've met him, seems like a, a fantastic person. I'm all about redemption. I think that's, that is really tough. Now, the one argument that I saw a lot against it was some people were saying that, hey, you know, this is kind of like once you're a predator in that way. He was 19, the girl was 13, a six-year difference. If you find young children attractive and act on that, you will forever act on that. Or you always have those urges in your life. I would lean more to the redemption if they had a good couple decades since the incident. And I would do a thorough background check and I would probably make sure that we had protocols in place. And you should anyway, no matter what, because anyone can accuse anyone of doing something that they shouldn't be doing. I know, for instance, in my church, Christ Fellowship, they have very strict protocols and you see them in play about how they make sure that if you are meeting with somebody, there's another person in a room, they're doing counseling. And if you come up for a prayer thing, a lot of times they'll try to match a man with a man, a woman with a woman, so on and so forth. Because, look, it, it could happen where somebody just makes allegations. But once somebody makes an allegation, you don't know. So I would probably try to just put more protocols. But being in a relationship with somebody that had this, those are – 
hurdles you have to think about. Would that affect where we lived? And would my house pop up on a registry if I live with this guy? One person said she needs to get the whole story because for him to only serve one year leads me to believe that the charges weren't that huge. And normally people who are into kids don't stop. So the fact that nothing has happened again in 20 years and assuming that it hasn't, it leads me to believe he was young and dumb, but she does need the full story. But let me ask you, what, let's say for, for shits and giggles, the guy, what, he, he made a terrible decision at 19, and he really did change and was not like that and realizes, what the fuck was I thinking? This was awful. Yeah. Do, does that person deserve redemption? And that, that's always the question. Someone that realized that was fu- fucked up, what did I do? Is that a scarlet letter for life? It's a, it's a slippery slope. Uh, there are so many stories that happen with that kind of stuff. And, you know, I know when I was, uh, I was 18 years old and I was in college and we would go to this 18 and older bar and there was this uh, girl that I hooked up with. We wound up in my apartment. We didn't, you know, go all the way, but she told me she was 18. You had to be 18 to be in the bar. I found out later, I think she was like 15 or 16. Oh, you didn't, and you had no idea. She was from my hometown. I didn't even know that either. And somebody's like, yeah, they heard that you went home with, and I'm like, yeah, so? And they're like, dude, you know she's, like, not even 16 yet? She's, I'm like, what the, are you, and I was freaked out. That, that happened to a few of my and friends I, I, before. I remember for about six months, I really thought I was going to prison. You know, like I said, the only thing I held on, I'm like, but if she says that we went all the way, and we hadn't. But, you know, we'd messed around a little bit, and I was really upset. I'm like, well, this sucks, because... She's in an 18 and older bar where they car to make sure you're 18. And she told me, I, I asked, I'm like, so how old are you? She's like, I'm 18. I was like, oh, me too. My buddy was freaking out. She lied about her whole life. She lied about the town she was from. She lied about everything. He wow. Was, it was uh, at a bar up there in Jupiter. He was about 21 at the time. And the, him and the girl were in the, the piano bar. They, they hit it up. They're making out the bar. He finds out she was 16. He had no idea till after the fact. Wow. He was 21. She was 16. He thought she was she was in the bar. He thought she was at least 21. Do you have to card these girls? Well, most people, I mean, think about your history. Think about yeah. how average people just go to a bar and you, you hook up in a bar. You don't talk about, no. let me see your ID. A lot of people don't. Now, you'll get an email. You should always card people. Mm-hmm. Then you're better than everybody else, and, and, and you nail it. But a lot of people wouldn't do that and. He was freaking out just like Kevin. Yeah, it, it was crazy. She I, lied about everything. Yeah, she did. She lied about everything. And I, and I thought she looked a little young. And I was like, how old are you? She's like, I'm 18. I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, she showed me the ID. And she's like, how do you think I got in here? I'm like, okay. And so I just, you know, I was d- drunk. So I'm, I'm not going to go any further than that. You think you're hooking up with a girl at the yeah at the bar. And you're like, oh, Ralston's got it going on tonight. I'm looking good. Yeah, and of course, you know, small town and one town or two towns over. So, you know, that's the one thing about being in a small town. Word gets back. Like the next and, day, my phone's blowing up. Like, Did you hook up with that girl? And that's why so many, you got so many people that are <laughs> so against the underage drinking now, where you get people sneaking into bars because of shit like that. I mean, the bar lets an underage kid in, and the kid's drinking, then the kid hooks up with an adult. Ugh. That's, I think yeah. the bar's now I, fucked, right? It's and a nightmare. That's why that sucks. And if that person, I mean, it's not just because I, I went through it, but. Well, you weren't looking for a young teenage girl. You no. thought you just found a girl in a bar. I found a girl that was my age yeah. and uh, that we were doing consensual stuff to does, each other. And, yeah, if I would have gotten on a registry for life, 
I'd be like, I don't feel like this is fair, man. And by the way, the law don't give a fuck if you don't know. Either. Yeah. They'll say, they don't. They go, tough titty. You're going to, you know, jail yeah. or you're going to get a little mark on your record. Right. So I, I completely dodged a bullet in that. So, I mean, I have some understanding and, you know, I, I don't know what his situation was. It sounds like the fact that he wound up in jail. He might have known she was 13, and he went on with it anyways. That's what it sounds like. It's, uh, from what you said, it sounds like he went to go meet up with her well, and if, got busted because it was maybe a setup. If the police were involved, I think they said it was a sting. It sounds like they were doing a catch-a-predator kind of thing. Yeah. There's one on uh, Chris Hansen redid this series on YouTube, and it was a 18-year-old. Or just turned 19, he was talking to a 15-year-old who was going on 16, and they busted him wow. and said, yeah, so I've got more sympathy on those. You know, to me, it's the middle-aged guy that's preying on a 12-year-old that's just completely, there's no Oh, that guy way. should be shot in the back right. of the head. There's no <laughs> way you sell that. That's that's the slam dunk. But I will admit, I, I personally think that there's a lot of gray area, or can be some gray area when you're talking about somebody who's not much older than 21 if you're in that window of 18 to 21 that you know it, it, it can be whoa you could not be a terrible person and wind up in a bad situation that feels right mm-hmm. if you're a teen yourself you're 19 yeah. you made a bad choice by trying to meet up with a 13 year old well, like you're dumb but are you as bad as the 45 year old man to, trying to hook up with little I, girls i say no to no me you're, book, not. you're not you're you're actually not Anywhere near the same ballpark. And I, and, right. And I, my, look at, I look at them completely different. And yeah. my question is if the 19-year-old realizes that, like, what the fuck was I thinking? And never did anything else again. Does that person deserve that scarlet letter for life? Great question. Yeah. Personally, I don't feel so. I mean, when I was, when I was in high school, it was so common. I mean, so common for a freshman to date a senior. We're talking 18 compared to 14. That's what a freshman and a senior is. Could be, yeah. Parents knew about it. Teachers knew about it. Everyone was involved with it. But that was the culture. Mm-hmm. It still goes on. Of course it goes <laughs> I'm on. I'm here to tell you. I have a teenage girl, and I know the age differences between her and some of her friends and who they're dating. Nobody questioned it. It was not a thing. I mean, I'm not, I can't say nobody because that's an absolute statement, but I can tell you nobody made that big of a deal about it to where someone got in trouble. Right. It was common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, KJ said there are some Romeo and Juliet laws in place to protect some of those ages. And somebody else said, yeah, if you actually had wound up getting in trouble, you know, somebody lies to you and shows you a fake ID, most likely the DA would not try to prosecute you. But when I was 18, I didn't know that. I I was, I got to tell you, for the longest time, man, I was sweating bullets. I was convinced my life was over. Of course. (laughs) It was uh, was miserable six months, man. That's scary. It was. It really was scary. I was completely freaked out because the calls I got the next day. People are like, uh, I was the worst person ever. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, small town. Here I am. I'm a predator. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, it was a girl that was like in my class's younger sister. I'm like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, just, first of I'm, all. Like, I'm just dead. I'm like, my life's over. He, he's so right about the whole small town thing. When I, when I went up to Mariana, Florida to play baseball, it was a small-ass town. Yeah. They knew I was from Palm Beach. They knew, they knew be- everything. Before I, I even, even knew anybody in town. It takes about an hour to get word all around a small town. I maybe, <laughs> maybe not even. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Not even. I would do shit out of town. By the time I got back to town, everyone knew. I was like, how the fuck do you guys know? It was, I was in there for two weeks, and I wasn't even 
doing, I was on a double date, but nothing had happened. And the girl goes, my mama told me not to go out with you. I go, why? Who's your mom? She goes, I'm just saying she knows you're from Palm Beach. I'm like, okay. Oh, dang. And then I think it was a big You hadn't even unpacked. No, I, I didn't <laughs> even know the fuck her mom. I just met the girl that night. <laughs> <laughs> they were ready for you. They just knew. Kevin's right. They mm-hmm. know every little n- new person that comes into town. They know who, they just know about it. He's yeah. coming from Palm Beach and he's coming for our women. And I think there was yeah. a big crack story in national news about Palm Beach County. Yeah, that was, there was. Yeah, we played the audio from that. It's hard to play baseball on crack, though. Well, they think, oh, he's playing Palm Beach, man. He's bringing crack up here, trying to take our women, <laughs> our yeah. kids, our children. Yeah, they're very, uh, they keep an eye on outsiders. They do. When you roll man. into a small town, they will, it's like everybody is watching every move you make. And not all of the townies like the, the outsiders. They like, normally the don't. Out of here, they had an APB out on you before you started dating. She said, her, she said, my mama don't like it. I'm like, who's the fuck is your mom? <laughs> <laughs> all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Amy had sent in an email. She uh, was talking about uh, your daughter Magnolia. She's going through Rush Week at Florida State. She said, tell Mags to stay off social media during Rush. I don't know what that's uh, all about, but I know she has been. They do the opposite of Bama. It's all about getting on TikTok. Yeah, I I don't know how they roll at Bama, but at FSU they tell them do not be posting all your stuff on social media because it can work against you. Is it is it stressing her out at all? It is. So she's a little bit under the weather this morning. She's going on day four. Today is day four because they started on Sunday, and. I've learned a lot about Rush that I didn't know about Rush. So it's really interesting how they do it. Like, you go to all the houses, and there's so many. There's like 20 of them. You go to all of them, and you talk to girls in all of them when you're rushing for a sorority. You have to. Mm -hmm. And then you make your list of your favorites. The sorority houses, they make their lists of their favorites, And then if your lists match up and you like them and they like you, then you start having closer meetings where it's just a more, like, intimate group instead of, like, you know, a hundred girls in the house at once. Then it goes to, like, maybe 30 girls in the house at once. And then it goes to maybe 20 girls in the house at once. But your lists have to keep matching up. Like, you have to keep naming. Like, right now she's at her top 12 and she got really lucky. This I don't think this happens all the time. All of her top 12 
also picked her. Oh, wow. So she's got 12 choices right now. Now, it's still very early. Mm. All of her favorite 12 chose her as their favorite as well. So she's still in the running for all of her top 12. I love Magnolia. I love you. I love your family. I fucking hate sorority, fraternity <laughs> bullshit. I do rules. too. I do not have the right fucking I don't either. for the trade. Hey, go ahead and do this, motherfucker. Fuck you, bitch. I, I, w- I would not be able to take orders mm. from some douche dick face fuck from college it, telling me what to do. It's totally not my scene, but it is totally Magnolia's scene. She loves it. She loves the vibe. She even wants to live in the house. And she came to me and she said, you know, a lot of girls don't want to live in the house because in the house, there's rules. You got to be in for a certain time. Mm. You can't bring boys upstairs. Like there's certain things you can't do in the house. It's very strict. And she's like, I like the rules. I like the fact that you can't, you can't come downstairs without makeup and your hair done. Like you can't come like to a meal with your sisters downstairs and be looking all ratty. You got to have your hair on point, makeup on point, outfit on point. She loves that. It's t- it's too huh. much of the reason why I don't like it. It's too much of the popular kids, and we get the. I, it just rubs me the right, but it's always rubbed me the wrong way. I, mm. Even when I would watch Revenge of the Nerds as an eight year old, yeah, I'm like fuck these. I, I hate the process. I would never want to do the process, and I didn't do the process. But she loves it, and I respect that, and I want her to have success where she wants to have it. And to her, it is such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And so I cheer for her to get it. I mean, I just I, – I never I never had that in my world. I just know it can be a shallow world. And it is. If something's shallow, it becomes fragile. And, I, I, you're, Kevin's going to get a nine-page manifesto from somebody. I'm still best friends with my little, and we still talk about Rush, and we're great. I, I get it. But I'm saying the overall <laughs> process. I never understood it. And now that I'm understanding it more, it is interesting to me. Because once you're past this phase where Magnolia is in it, it's no longer about, like, money. I thought it was always, oh, you had to be a rich kid. And then, I mean, yes, these girls do have extra disposable income coming from their parents to help them underwrite this process, which is about three grand a semester. But you can pay it over monthly installments, which is how we would do it if she chooses to do it. And I think for what she's going to get out of it, I think it's going to be worth it for her. Okay. I didn't have the option. My parents were dirt broke, and I I, I didn't even have the option of doing it. So I didn't do it. It wasn't in my circle. And it wasn't important to me either. I kind of made fun of it. But (laughs) I made fun of it not knowing what it was. And now that I see what it is and what it's – for her, I think it works, but it's not for everybody. My, I went one night, um, I went to high university and uh, 35% of the school is in the Greek system. They're belong to a fraternity or a sorority. And so everybody got dressed for it. And first of all, I didn't have a blazer or anything. I was like, you know, I have a blazer. <laughs> I have a blazer. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't wear the, all the guys were wearing white shirts, blazers and khakis. And I, I didn't have any of that kind of stuff. And somebody had it, and they're like, well, just here, I got an extra. Just wear it because there were, you know, a lot of Ohio University was preppy kids from the Northeast. And so I went out, and I was talking to them, and they brought me into a room. They're like, okay, well, we need to find out how much your dad makes. I'm like, why? Why? Like, I don't know how much my dad makes. And I go, well, that's kind of a big thing. And they're like, well, because we need to know who's going to pay for this. I'm like, you got to pay? And they all started laughing at me like, 
Hey, who, you, who is this guy? Who is this? They go, where are you from? I'm like, Logan. They're like, Logan? Like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, yeah. And so it was so embarrassing. <laughs> they started laughing in my face because I didn't know Aww. you had to pay for that shit. Aww. And so time with me. Yeah, so they it's laughed. Like a movie they scene. laughed me out of the house and I just went slinking away. And I'm like, I didn't I'm like, uh, and, I, and here I was at the door. I'm like, do you guys know you had to pay for this? And they're like, yeah, dumbass. I'm like, I didn't know. It reminds me of all of the cool kids in school who thought they were better than everybody else because they were popular and made yeah. other people feel like shit. Cause and I'm sure. Now, I couldn't all, believe it. I'm sure all sororities and fraternities are not like that. But the overall vibe, there's just so much judgment about why you can get in. And I just don't fucking like that shit. It's not my. It's not what I, I'm about. I think a lot of these sorority houses, from what I'm learning from talking to Magnolia, they're really, they don't care so much. I mean, they want you to be able to pay your dues. Okay. So you have to pay the three grand a semester. But once you can pay the three grand a semester... Your money, whatever you have, however rich your daddy is, I don't think comes into play that much because she's going through rush right now with some of her little friends that have way more money than us. We're talking about super wealthy girls, and we are not super wealthy. These girls, one of them only got two bids back, and Magnolia said it's about your personality, when they're interviewing you and they're talking mm-hmm. to you, if you act like a rich little entitled stuck-up girl who's yeah. never had anybody tell her no, and that comes across when you're in these sorority houses, a lot of them are not going to ask you back because they don't care how much your daddy makes. They care more about the vibe you bring and if you're going to be good for the house and good for mm-hmm. the sisterhood. They don't want some bitch in there who's going to be messing up the vibe and being a little entitled brat. If I if I was to ever go back again, I would love to just do the, the counter. Make my own fraternity. You've got to do the paperwork. Fuck that. We're renegades. We, this is our There crew. are fr- fraternities that are renegades, but I think everybody has to pay chapter dues. But I think you, that's that's across the board. But, I mean, if you just if you just have a bunch of your friends in the same shirt and just say, "Yeah, we're a fraternity," that's all you would have to say. Pizza, pizza pie. Yeah, pizza, pizza yeah. pie. And then you just <laughs> act like you're, you kind of make fun of the other. One. I would actually love to see pizza, pizza pie make a run on campus. No, that's living, baby. That's that's fun. You know, the only initiation you have to have is have a fucking pizza party with me. <laughs> Now, do they have uh, kind of a, a theme for each sorority at school? I know when I was at Ohio University, every fraternity and sorority had a grouping of type people. The Tridelts were the athletes. And you knew that the fuzzies, I can't remember what their Greek letters were, but they called them the fuzzies. Those are the hottest chicks on campus. And, you know, everybody kind of had their were. own. Yeah, they called them the fuzzies. They, they wore fuzzy sweaters. I, I think they did. And it was just, yeah, it was... The titties pop. Fuzzy sweater meat. It was, it was, yeah, like what you would have seen in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, it was kind of that. I think they do. I think they all have their, like, their little themes. But here's the thing. On every school campus, it's different. So a lot of these chapters are national. Like yeah. Delta, 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 the Tri-Delts. They're, so they they're always everywhere. on every campus? No, because uh. at LSU... The Tri-Delts were very prissy and fancy and upper echelon, and they were not athletes, and they were not in the gym. They were all fit, but they were all blonde, hot, perfect. Uh-huh. Down to earth. I think at every school, it's different. <laughs> yeah. 
I think the the school chapters kind of form their own reputation of what they want to be. Hey, look, okay. Revenge of the Nerds didn't help fraternities or sororities. Lambda, I mean, lambda, lambda. Hey, I know it's an old 80s movie. Some of my old dogs will know what I'm talking about. It, it made everyone seem so evil. I mean, they were so mean. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Let me know how that uh, that whole thing goes. She's, she's going through it today again, going back to some of her favorites. Mm-hmm. They have to keep re-interviewing. So she went to all 12 yesterday that liked okay. her, mm-hmm. but now it narrows down even smaller, and she's got to go re-interview today okay. and then re-interview tomorrow. And then I think their bid day is Friday when they, they have to sit with all these girls and open up their envelope and see if they got picked. And then some of them open an envelope with no bids, and some of them open an envelope with bids. I, I don't know. She hasn't gone through it yet, so I don't completely know if that's Thank fact. God I got rejected on night one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what if you go through the whole thing and then you get rejected at the end and you think you got in? Like, yeah. that is soul crushing. Yeah, Tough my embarrassment titty. happened fast. Tough titty. That's Thank life. God. That's like, you go join. That's when you make Kevin your got own. the boot on night one and I kind of think God. you did it right. Thank yeah, God I'm okay did. with it. I'm all right with I'm it. I'm glad you weren't some frat fuck. Yeah, uh, it, it would not have worked. Yeah, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But if you don't know, and then you just show up, like, there's a lot of things. Like, nobody tells you if you're from a small town or you're a poor kid. Yeah. When you go to college, you don't know. But now all these kids have TikTok. They have Instagram. They have so many places where they can f- research and figure out and understand all these processes before they get in these processes. Stuff that you and I didn't have. Poor kid and small town went to college going, well, shucks, what's all this about? Yeah. We, I didn't know. Mm-mm. I didn't know nothing. No, the only club in Logan you got paid to get in was the Moose Lodge. And I think it was a dollar a month. The great people over there. Yeah. The yeah. Moose Lodge has great prices, as does the Elks. The Elks mm-hmm. Lodge in Jupiter, they have a sweet setup in there. I, I want to see, I want to, if y'all want, y'all want to join the Elks? Uh, so the Moose was actively yeah. going after me. The Elks are after, actively so, going after me. Did, and I think you, I'm going to join. you pledge the Moose Club? Here's what happened. Was, were you doing Rush Week? I was. <laughs> it was between the Elks, the Shriners, and the Moose. I went in there with Klepto and Twigs from the Snack Pack, and I could not believe how cheap the drinks were. And it was a great time. There was a lot of a lot of KVJ Nationers that went there. There's a lot of KVJ Nationer Elks. One of the, I think the, you and I should try to rush the Moose Club. The daughter. <laughs> See if we get. What do you get? A rose or what do they give you? Or do they get a beer can, a can of Pabst or something? I remember the daughter of the like the president gave me an application. Like we really want you, man. You got a good vibe. So you you've kind of been in the. Is, they call this the Greek system. Or is this okay, is it something though, different? This is different. These these elks different. and Moose are not Greek. These okay. motherfuckers let everybody in. There's no judge if you if you just came with a smile that. This is my kind of place. Yeah. But it's fun. They got a bar in there. They got pool tables. They got darts. They got bingo night. They got all kind of fun activities. They're not going to look down on a kid from Logan. No. No, no, no. no. They're going to love you. Me and and my friend, it was like a movie. Me and my buddy, Sausage Fingers, as you know. I love Sausage Fingers. We got into this beer pong tournament, and me and him were partners. We were. I played four rounds of the best beer pong. I've, a crowd started now to Now you're speaking my language. I was, I was Just so, like a, a fraternity. They got beer pong, too. Well, yeah, I'm, it's for grown-ups. So it's I'm, a fraternity for grown-ups. I'm drinking. I love and this. We're, 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 get, we're, get, yeah. we're getting this. Like, I'm getting a buzz. And all of a sudden, just 
I'm throwing up the, these Hail Marys. They're all going in. Sausage Fingers is throwing them in. We are playing the best rounds of beer pong ever. We made yeah. it to the final. It's on fire. The yeah. championship. It's the two oldest motherfuckers. These guys must have been in their 80s. Did you call them that? They whooped our ass in beer. Really? <laughs> and, wow. It was, it was like a movie. Yeah. I was cheering, high five. Oh, it sounds amazing. I was, throwing, I was like, running against yeah. the wall and just throwing it in the air. It was going in. Oh. <laughs> Those nights don't come around that often. Yeah, I, Everything I, worked out that night. I think I might uh, see if I can get a pledge. Yeah, you can't spell the moose lodges out. Ooh. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Add a couple more O's in there. I know some people that are yeah. actively pursuing me to become an elk. I-, I would look at them both. Look at the moose. Look at the elk. Yeah. See where you fit in. I just like good people. I like down-to-earth good people. That ain't that judgmental. Amen. Yeah. I hear you. Got a uh, fun story here. This person needs to remain anonymous. So They said, I wanted to share an awkward story I had with my boss. We were driving to lunch with a client, and I'm in the passenger seat of her car, and she's chatting away, and I looked over at her screen in her car, and apparently... It was connected to her phone. You know how it'll show text messages and songs that are playing? Well, apparently her screen was showing the video or website she'd been watching, and I couldn't help but see it, and I had to pretend that I didn't see it. So I spent the rest of the ride looking out the passenger window. On the screen in her car, it said the name of the video she'd been watching. It said, Explosive Loads for Dirty Hose. Okay. I guess it was some kind of (laughs) Pornhub feature. Uh, so I just kept looking out the window being, oh, my gosh, I can't look over because it's so prominently displayed right there on her center console. <laughs> and one of my be like, oh, a cute movie, or, hey, you might want to close that. Eventually, we get to the restaurant, and I look over, and apparently she just noticed it because she had the GPS screen up, so she had to have seen it and probably was just as mortified as I was as she shut the car off. <laughs> Lunch was fine, but quiet. In the drive back, she couldn't stop nervously chatting about anything she hid in her office the rest of the day. Oh, man, that's rough. I mean, the porn industry, just some of the titles and shit that's out there these days is insane. Explosive loads for dirty hoes. We have become numb a little bit as a species. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What used to get us off, don't get us off no more, Virginia. It's it's getting crazy. I tell you, I keep hearing stories about that Bluetooth getting people in trouble, man. It does. Yes. The Bluetooth. Yes. Wow. I told you that story the other day about my girlfriend busted her son watching porn. She went to go move his car in the driveway, and his car hooked up to his Bluetooth speaker in his room where he was by himself, and it started playing the porn in the car as she's moving it. That's Gus. <laughs> I mean, that, who, who would... Who would you be embarrassed the most if you were just straight up in the midst of tugging it, watching a graphic porn just like that, like, you know, the titles over the top? Yeah. Who would be the worst person for you to walk in and see that to where the embarrassment and shame? Caitlin. See me t- yeah. Your daughter would be Caitlin would be the worst. Yeah, that'd, be that'd, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be the worst. That'd be rough. But the you know what? I think she'd be cool about it, and it would just end there. <laughs> The queen it would, would. The queen would immediately go to the family chat. Oh. She'd be like, you'll never guess what I just caught dad doing. She'd bring it oh. up. She'd bring it up. It <laughs> would always come up. Oh. And you'd be like, can we not, like, seriously? <laughs> like, can you? right. I think it's way the worse. Queen the queen is much worse because, yeah, <laughs> it would, it would be, it would ne- forever. If that, it would be every family meal for the end of time. But, okay, you're in the middle of doing that, and she, and she, she. Anytime shits, I'd be in the bathroom, she's 
you're like, hey, can you stop tugging at the family's ready to eat or you, anything like that? Do you bring that back into the morning show the next day and talk about it just to cl- just to get it out there and, and kind of I would because you got to own it. And I, I went with the family, too. That's the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, when something like that happens, you can't go the other way because the more that she knows that you hate it, the more she's going to go in. Got to lean into it. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. It's like, that's why a lot of times with bullies, you know, you try to stand up to them and then she just likes to fight and she'll come right back at you. Be like, oh, yeah, don't tell me you weren't in there tugging. I saw it. Okay, who on the show that would walk in on you would be the worst? Virginia, because for the same same reason, reason. (laughs) she would just not stop talking about it. Oh, Cavs in there tugging it. I can be bought. Everybody, no, yeah. My I, silence. I couldn't, I couldn't afford Virginia's silence. My so silence be the worst. can be bought. You'd, you'd, yeah. you'd, want, you'd want me. You'd want me to walk in on you. Tug master. You are Denny's. Yeah. 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 Top twos. I know you guys would be like, hey, all right. Sorry, man. It'd just be, uh, that'd be it. And we never talk about it again. You guys would always <laughs> forever keep the secret. I'm like, Kev, I'm sorry. I'm going to finish now, too. What yeah. if when you lock eyes, then you finish? <laughs> I think me and Kevin 69. Remy said the queen would uh, remember the moment by getting a neck tat of Kevin finishing all over the sink. <laughs> yeah, just to really stick it what to you. What is that? Oh, that's my, that's oh my, my husband. Gosh. This is I caught him in the bathroom tugging it into the sink. And Tug tat. And this tattoo yeah. will not be covered by the hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, it would not. Be on the front of her neck. Terrible. <laughs> if you, who would be the worst for you? Panda? Mags? If you were like in the pure, like in the midst of it, in the middle Rocco. of it. I think Rocco. He might not know what you're doing though. So that might be your, your, the older you get, the worst I think it would be because. True. He, he wouldn't know right now, but. If he was like older, like Cannon's age, that would be, that would be the worst. Would, yeah, I'm thinking if I walked at that age, if I walked in on my mom, that would be rough. Mm-hmm. Panda, you wouldn't be, you'd be okay with that? He'd probably like he it. He would love it. He'd be so excited. He'd be so pumped. You should do that for him. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that for him. <laughs> Set it up. Yeah, the queen is home this week, so if I do any tugging, I'm setting up booby traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to know something is going on, baby. All right, thanks for all the emails. You can send them to us, mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all have a great Wednesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.